Hello, everyone. This is a new episode of Otaku Life. I have a very special guest here, but before that, let me introduce myself. This is Kage, you know what I'm saying? Just running around in Otaku streets. Uh, like as back as I say, I have a very special guest. I met her at my um, HBCU. She was a panelist cosplayer for a geeky event. Um, she was dressed as my favorite <laughs> favorite superhero of all time, uh, Captain America. She's also an HBCU alumni herself. She went to Johnson C. Smith University. I give you Miss Brownlegs. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Um, yes, I just want to say thanks for taking your time to come on my show. I appreciate it. No problem. So, um, like I said, the name of the podcast is Otaku Life. And, you know, Otaku is, you know, definition of Otaku is usually a nerdy person that's really into anime, but also encompasses a whole bunch of nerdy, other nerdy genres. Today, we're going to not talk about anime at all. We're going to talk about superheroes and comics. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, Brian Lays, what's your favorite superhero? My favorite, um, I have two, actually. Uh, one from DC Comics is Wonder Woman and Storm from Marvel Comics. Mm, that's, that's, uh, that's a very good duo. Yes. <laughs> so, do you have a favorite comic book series? Comic book series? Yeah. Um, I think the one that I'm enjoying right now is uh, Savage Avengers. It's really good. Okay, that sounds cool. Um, like, this is something that's a com- comic series you enjoy now, but is there like a, do you have like a favorite series that, you know, or that stands out in your mind? I know there's so many. I don't think so, because I didn't really start reading comics probably um, until maybe the last 10 years or so. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, okay. My thing with superheroes probably came more from the TV and the movies yeah. back in the day. Yeah, so um, one of my favorite comics is it's called A Hundred Bullets. You know, have you heard of that before? No, I haven't. That sounds so, interesting. So, yeah, so check this out, Brown Legs. So check this out. What if somebody gave you an attached gaze case with a hundred bullets, right? And the thing about the hundred bullets is you can shoot whatever you want, you won't get in trouble at all, you won't get arrested. Nobody be after you. What would you use those 100 bullets for? <laughs> I don't know. That's that's a loaded question, actually. Because yeah. you think about all the, maybe all the people that have done you wrong, that you feel have done you wrong. Yeah, you get off scot-free as long as they, as long as they, those 100 bullets. <laughs> yeah, but that sounds like that's got something attached to it. Because you can. How did they? How did they come about? And you know, how is it not linking back to you and that type of thing? I'd be more afraid to even use them, probably. Yeah, I, that's there. That's yeah. You're right. It's doing the combo is a little more to it than that, but you know, I might run up on my ops with. So like, nah, it's like, <laughs> don't do that here. So you say you um, got into superheroes um, through uh, TV shows and movies. Boy, I remember. Uh, tell me again your favorite TV shows growing up, because we—I feel like we uh, watched the similar shows. Um, growing up, my mom was the one that was into sci-fi and superheroes and things like that. So, the first one that I remember watching was Wonder Woman. Okay. She was—I think the first Wonder Woman was on TV. Um, what's his name? Incredible Hulk. So I was watching Lou Ferrigno and Bill Bixby. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember seeing Superman as far as the movies went. Mm. 
and uh, Batman was in rotation. Um, what do you call it? Um, they were on in the 60s. So by the time I saw it in the late 70s, they were in reruns by then. Yeah, I also grew up on, um, I didn't check out Wonder Woman, but I did check out The Hawk um, with Bill Bixby and Lou Frigno. And also, I really liked The Bionic Woman um, with Lindsay yes. Wagner. It's interesting yep. those shows like, uh, those were in the 70s, like uh, Wonder Woman 1975, The Hawk 1977, 1976 for Bionic <laughs> Woman and like the the billion, the $6 billion man. That was cool. Yep. Now, that's that's a little older, but what movies and uh, superhero TV shows are you into at this moment? It's From what I can tell, there's not much on outside of like Flash is still on TV. Um the Teen Titans is on the DCU app. Um, Shield just went off. And so some of the ones that I was watching before, like The Punisher and Luke Cage, those have all gone off of uh, Netflix. Mm, you ever heard of The Boys? The Boys, yes. I watched them, yes. You should read the comic. It's yes, really indeed. different. Oh, yeah, I read you it. Read I read uh, when the yeah, when the first season came out, I read the comic. I started reading the comic just after the first season. What do you came think? Out. What do you What do you think of Mother's Milk? How he got his name? That's interesting, wasn't it? It was that whole comic was yeah. wild. Just to because I was reading it, or I guess you could say doing it backwards, since I already saw what happened. Reading it is kind of like you know it's coming up, but it still has that same wild factor. Yeah, but it still has that same wild factor. Yeah, I heard about, I know what you're talking about that. Now, are you into, <laughs> like, uh, do you watch the Marvel or DC movies? Like, I, I really like the Wonder Woman movie. That was pretty good. The other DC movies, uh, but Marvel always got the heat. <laughs> yeah, it seems Marvel seems to do really well with the movies, and DC seems to do really well with the, like, the animated series. Mm-hmm. I really like their animated um series. But yeah, I think most, if not all of the, superhero movies that have come out in the past few years i've probably been there each one of them opening night oh nice um yeah so um that's yeah i, I know what you're talking about but like with uh marvel like i'm i'm a i'm a real big marvel guy you know what i'm saying my uh i live by the letters m-o-e marvel over everything <laughs> <laughs> but dc is pretty fly too but i just think like I don't know, I just think, like, Marvel has better, like, black heroes, you know what I mean? Like, you can name them, like, name them, I can name them off the dome, the cool black heroes of Marvel. DC, uh, as I was discussing earlier, the one of the top uh, black dudes in DC is Cyborg, and he, in the old school comics, he had real big identity issues, man. <laughs> like, it was yeah. crazy, like, him being half machine and doing that, and then, like, in a movie... Like he was always treated as like the outside. We can't trust these duties, you know. He's, you know, he's like, you know. I don't know. It seemed like you know, Marvel. You got Black Panther, African King. You got Storm. You know. <laughs> yeah, but those are the ones they're pushing. You know, sometimes you have to go, maybe go to the comics themselves and not look at so much of what the TV is is bringing you because you'll find a lot more interesting characters in the in comics. DC though, you know? but I. I, I and any of them. Yeah, I mean, Cloak like, and, Monica like have you heard Rando. of Cloak and Dagger? Cloak and Dagger. Yep. More, yes, more indeed. So Cloak. That, that, you know, you, you know about you know about Cloak and Dagger, right? Yeah. Yes, indeed. That's yep. an interesting concept. You know, he, you know, the darker character getting powers from the light. You know, saying, you know, like, they gotta constantly yeah. be with you know, the, you know, I, you know, 
I don't know what to get into specifics, but you know. But yes, speaking of Marvel movies, how do you feel about Chad Boseman's passing? R.I.P. Sir. When I heard about it, um, I thought it was like a one of those hoax they send mm-hmm. around that you know saying somebody's deceased even though they're not. And I was like, man, I was <clears throat> of all the the people that are passing, that was it was very heartbreaking because he was young. I think he was the same age that I am. So he was young here that he was making these movies uh, while he was sick and no one knew, you know, like that, that speaks wonders of his character. Like I said, he left. Yeah, I think he's going to live forever. He's going to live forever because it's like I've, I've met, uh, I've met someone um, who never really got into comic books or anything, but found out about Chad Bozeman's story because she was a cancer survivor herself. And it's like, oh, wow. can't, like we, I don't know for those who don't know, like when you have cancer, it's like a lot to that. You know, there's a lot of therapy, radiation therapy, different things. Like it got to the point where like, I don't, you know, like it's like certain, like you have to, sometimes you have to cut off body parts, you know? yeah. especially breast cancer, you know? And then like, you yeah. Get- Cause my grandma had breast cancer. So yeah, she had, um, I don't remember which one. Cause I was young when, when I saw her, she died probably before I was sure. 10 or 11, but I know she did have, uh, she had breast cancer and she had one of her breasts right. removed. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, she was telling me that, uh, she was telling me she felt inspiration through Chad Bozeman's story because like he, like he had cancer and he knew it. And it's like, just the fact that you have cancer and you're doing all the, you're doing what you can doing all these roles, like in black Panther, like he's physically fit, you know? And then I don't know if you saw a picture where he was like all of a sudden all skinny and everything, but it's just yeah. uh, it's just an unfortunate tragedy. I feel like he was gone way before he should have because he was he was really talented. Like he had some great movies. Um, I think exactly. he really did the character T'Challa justice. It's like I I've, I've never watched a movie more than two times. I've watched Black Panther maybe six seven times. And I feel as though it kind of reminds me of another black folklore hero called John Henry. Are you familiar with John Henry? Yes. Yeah, basically, you know, he's a power driver and he had to compete against a machine. He won, but then his heart exploded, you know. But Mm -hmm. it's just like, it's just, you know, it's just, uh, just unfortunate. But I'm just glad that, you know people you know especially people of color got to see him in that role especially you know kids you know yes yes it was nice to see um right after or around the time that black panther was coming out or civil war was coming out and they had the pictures of black panther and all the kids that were uh enthralled to see that image yeah imagery is powerful character yes yes indeed so just to take off topic of a somber top uh get off a somber topic what was it like growing up nerdy um to me it wasn't a big thing um at least in my household it wasn't a big thing but like when I went to school it was probably more of the boys that I went to school with that showed their nerdiness versus the girls so I got kind of not bullied but made fun of because I like superheroes and things like that so I probably hid it for a little bit going to school until maybe late middle school definitely by high school I didn't care so you know I let my geek flag fly by high school Um, but 
you know, you had other things or I had other things that I was battling that that was one thing that I could hide and not have to be made fun of. I understand. My household, it was fine, but going to school was a different thing. Okay. I understand that. Um, So, like I said, um, I've seen you, like I've seen you in cosplay before, um, and you have other cosplays, and they're really dope. I really like your Wonder Woman cosplay. Um, And um, I just want to ask, like, how did you get into cosplay? Um, I would start to credit my mom, at least from when we were younger, me and my sister were younger. Anytime a holiday came up, she was always dressing us up in something like if it was Valentine's Day, she would make sure we were in red or had hearts on or something like that. And then once Halloween came around, we could be a little more elaborate in whatever we wore. And then when I got older, I started, uh, I didn't know cosplay was a thing until I actually started doing it. Um, I had a friend, or I still have a friend, his name is uh, Jason Richardson. He does the J1 Studios and he has a a website and he was doing what he called cosplay spotlights where people would um, submit their pictures and a bio about them and he would do a spotlight on his website for that person. And when I started seeing these people dressed up, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But I was associating cosplay to more anime because that was the only thing I was seeing Uh, at the time and then he did someone that did um, I think she did like a closet uh, cosplay of a superhero and I was like you know I can do that you know I can try to do this and I just started looking for um, costumes or things that I could put on to represent the characters that I wanted and Wonder Woman and Storm were always at the top of my cosplay list but I knew that they are very big and iconic women that I didn't want to just half-ass it when I did their costume. So I started with other characters. Um, like, I think my first one was either Green Lantern or Black Cat from uh, Spider-Man universe. And so I could find a costume that I felt was worthy to do for Wonder Woman or Storm. Okay, that's great. Um, um, how, like to me, like I just got in cosplay recently as well. Um, my Latin. My first time cosplaying was at BlurredCon, and I've been to other little nerdy events and cosplay. <laughs> and it's like it's interesting how I got into it because I I usually go to I go to um went to anime conventions ever since I was young, and I see the cosplayers, and I I thought it was kind of you know weird or whatever, but you know I you know it was cool. But then like I had some people that's like you know some homies that's like me. And they were just like, like I said, like I had a recent guest and called him the warrior, you know what I'm saying? He's a, a really cool guy. He's real well known, um, Alan. Um, and he was telling him like, hey, man, like you really need to get in, like into this because I saw his cosplay. It's like it was really dope. And I saw all the attention he was getting. Like he was, it was like it's kind of like you're a low key celebrity because people run up and take pictures with you. They want to talk to you about your cosplay. And I recently went with him to Dragon Con in Atlanta uh, a couple of years ago. And it was interesting because not only were people in cosplay, but like there's different, it was like all types of nerddoms, you know? And it's like all types right. of different type nerddoms. Like I was chilling on a corner store and I was like, I ran up to Jay and Silent Bob, I ran to Jay and Silent Bob. 
you know, and it was like they knew <laughs> like, it was like I was in the movie, in the Jalen Silent Five movie, because you know what I'm saying? They was acting just like the characters. And it was just really cool. I was just like, wow, man, I really gotta get into this. And I finally did it. He told me, he's like, look, man, it's, it's like a whole nother world. And I didn't quite understand, but it's it? like, oh man, I totally get it now. It's really empowering, you know what I'm saying? Uh, dressing up as your favorite character. It's like, you know, you embody that spirit mm-hmm. of that character. It's really fascinating. Um, so what conventions do you go to now? Do you go to anime conventions or you go to just regular like comic like comic book or nerd conventions? I've gone to a few anime conventions because a lot of my other cosplay friends are into anime. So if they were going there, um, there's a big one, yeah, Katsukon the, is local to Maryland. My favorite ones, yes. Mm-hmm. That's usually it starts off the mm-hmm. year for me. Um, and even though I don't watch anime, um, I would still go dress as a superhero because a lot of my friends are still going to the anime convention dressed as a superhero. Uh, so I would go, I've been to like two or three. Uh, J1Con is a gaming and anime one, and that's in uh, New Jersey. So I go to, I try to go to that one every year. Um, in DC, there's um, Awesome Con. I heard that was a good one, but they canceled it this year. Yeah. Yeah, all of my think everything after uh, February was yes, has been Cassie canceled Con for the year. Canceled, yes. Yeah. Have you ever been to BlurCon? Yes, I went to. I think I've, this would have been its fourth year, so I've gone the three years prior. Yeah, yes. my first one was 2017, but I was hoping to go again because uh, it's like I felt like BlurCon was really great because it's just it's just like the it's like nerdy and everything, but it's like a black experience, you know. And right, like right, felt real exactly. at home, you know what I mean? It's cool. Yep. Now, as a lady, um, like I don't know what it's like to be a lady in the uh, <laughs> the nerd community, <laughs> but like I hear a lot of um, nerd ladies complain about certain things, and just they have a just different, whole different perspective. Like when you cosplayed as Captain America, I called you um, Lady Captain America, and then um, one of the uh, lady nerds kind of took offense to that. I was like, no, she's just Captain America. But I was like, I didn't mean to offend. I just want to be politically correct. So what is your experience, not just as a, um, a person of color, but as a woman in these uh, nerdy circles, just cosplaying and just kind of going, do you have an overall positive for the most part, it's it's positive. Um, you do run into some people that want to segregate you that no matter if you cosplay a character that is typically drawn or uh, depicted as white, they'll call you the black version of it. You know, instead okay. of just being Wonder Woman, they wind up calling you black Wonder Woman, even though there is a, a black Wonder Woman named Nubia. You know, you didn't have to be the black version of it. Why? I don't see the point in doing that. You know, if I dressed up as Captain America, I'm not the black version of Captain America. I just am Captain America, you know, and that's uh, the one thing that um, I guess it's a hard uh, thing for some people to, um, I guess, not do. I suppose, you know, they're so used to seeing the character drawn or depicted as white that if you see someone else even if somebody you know not a native american but uh let's say there's somebody in the asian community that does it you know they're going to call them the asian version of it when mm-hmm. all they have to do is just call them the character that they are you don't need to put the race in it at all 
Yeah, but I I, I totally understand that because it's like I've experienced such things and every you know because it's not every it's not everyone you know what I'm saying that's like like kind of you know on edge and you know being a black thing because it's like you know it's funny because it's like um you know the people of the more fair complexion they kind of you know they they're real nice a lot of them it's just you know you just meet certain assholes and it's like you try not to generalize you know but right. it's like usually yeah. it's like it's like honestly it's like i've been in places where like you know the um like white people or asian people like they give me more love than you know the black people depending on you know where you at you know what i mean so it's like i try to look at everything and with rose colored (laughs) glasses and try to just focus on the positive you know i don't because it's like i see so many lady cosplayers and it's like they they have dope cosplays and it's like they know they're dope and then it's like you know a couple of you know jerks or maybe a lot of jerks, you know what I'm saying, on the over the internet will say like, Oh, I didn't know this you cosplaying as a monkey or something, just real bad. And it's like I think they get real down about it, you know what I'm saying? Because that's real bad. But I think they just need to just more focus on the people that really appreciate your cosplay. And you know what I'm saying? I know it can be kind of disheartening because people put their heart and soul, a lot of people make their own costumes, you know. And like like I said, I've right. met ladies that's like they're like I said, they're black women. And the cosplays be fire, but I feel like, you know, they just get a little down on themselves when they, you know, get like you you post it, post your, you know, your creation and then people critique it just because the color of your skin or something like that. Like I, they've all they like I said, the internet has no chill, you know what I'm saying? You got keyboard warriors, like they'll drop the end bombs real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you know, yeah. like I like Sailor Moon and like I met a lot of uh ladies that dress as Sailor Scouts and then like some you know, some people think like, hey, I, I didn't know a nigger was dressing up in a uh, you know sailor outfit or you know, nigger moon, you know? And it's like Yeah. Cause they they'll be real quick to say that across. Like you said, they're keyboard gangsters, they're quick to say it online, but they won't say they rarely will yeah. confront you yeah. in person. Yeah. Or they'll like you say know. something as, as they're walking away. I've had that happen a couple of right. times when I was in cosplay. But it's like, you know what I'm saying? I'm just here to chill. I ain't, you know, I'm just trying to nerd out. You know what I mean? And Yep, exactly. It's like you can't worry about yeah. those type of people. And then it's like, you know, and then it's like also interesting when um, you know, a lot of outfits are scantily clad and a lot of what are the what a lot of, like a lot of what the dudes will do. I don't know if it's because they're nerdy or whatever, but they'll just kind of like, kind of grab one, you know, I'm, you know, I don't know if they kind of socially awkward, but like, hey, guy, you're not supposed to, cosplay does not mean consent, you know? Like, oh, exactly. you know what I mean? But, um, I, um, I just, uh, I think, um, like, when you was, like, when you was, uh, when I first saw you, I was like, wow, that's a great cosplay, like, like I said, you was my favorite character, Captain America, you had the shield and everything. And you like, real cool to talk yeah, to, because it's like, it's interesting because a lot of these cosplayers, like I said, it's a whole, whole like these, um, the black, this cos, this nerdy cosplay community in general is like a secret society. And it's like, all, more, like more often than not, I met nice people, but then you got people that's like, get super big headed about it. You know what I'm saying? You know, and it's oh, like, yeah. that's not cool yep. at all. Like how you, you know what I'm saying? You just like, you just like, I, I complimented uh, somebody on their cosplay and they just me mug me. Or something like that. Like I know, 
I'm like, oh, okay. Like, okay. Right. You know, because <laughs> it's like, you know, they get the, you know, they, you got all them people coming up to you and stuff. But then it's like, you know, once the con's over, then all oh, back to reality. You know what I mean? But so, I don't mean to downplay mm-hmm. it. It's just like, like I said, yeah, I take the good, the bad with the good, but at the same time, I try to focus on the good, you know? Because I've met, exactly. some, I've met some bad people, but I've met some great people that I feel like, you know, uh, just being, uh, meeting them, like, you know what I'm saying? Just uh, learning their philosophies, learning about their different life experiences, you know? It's it's quite amazing, you know what I mean? Um, right. Exactly, and that's, that's one of the one things you can do when you when you cosplay or even if you just go into the cons, even if you don't cosplay, you get to meet people from different walks of life. So if that's your, um, something that you're interested in doing, like meeting other people and how they came about just going up to some of the cosplayers, some of them are more than willing to tell you how they got started and why they continue to do it. And I know a few cosplayers that are in their sixties you know, so it's like, you know, I, I hope to be able to still do it and still want to do it, you know, by the time I'm in my 60s. Yeah, I'm honest, like, cosplay is addictive, because I, I got, I'm uh, I'm rubbing I'm rubbing my hands, like, hey, man, I'm rubbing my, scratching my neck, like, hey, man, when the, when the <laughs> next time gonna be at? You know what I'm saying? Uh, right. I'm part of a group um, who, um, just kind of some nerdy folk that, you know, they're not real big into the scene, but they really want to get into cosplay. And it's like a lot of times that I find on the internet, um, especially a lot of times in the cosplay cosplay community, because it's mostly women. I see. I feel as though like um, it can get kind of kind of wild on the internet, you know? Because it's like like I said, you got the you got the the keyboard warriors, you know? And it's like just because I've had right. times where I ask my perspective, I, I, I've gone to a cosplay group and it's like i share my um um opinion like hey uh i'm trying to like learn because it's like i don't really know about the cosplay like that and i was like come humbly i gotta ask a question and then i get dumped on you know what i mean the you know the uh, anomaly of the internet you know what i mean like i'm just trying to learn have a new perspective but i'm like oh you're getting dragged you don't think like us sorry you're canceled so it's like yeah, those type of people, you just have to, like, ignore that particular right. set because maybe they just, their heads are so right. far in the clouds, yeah. you know, that type of thing that, you know, everybody is not going to be your cup of tea. Everybody's not going to be at your level. And the the community is big enough that you don't have to associate with every single person that you encounter. You find the ones that think like you, that act like you, that have the personalities that match you. And those are the ones you have fun with. You know, you don't have to do uh, connect or deal with every right. person. Yeah, I'm more of a key to myself type, but at the same time, like you know, cosplaying with friends makes it steps it up a notch. You know, but um, right. Uh, just uh, on another new note, we're going to start something new. Um, we're going to have a verse battle. Um, I'm gonna give you two characters, uh, brown legs, and you're gonna let me know who you think will win. Okay. Those two, you ready for them? I'll try. <laughs> we'll see. Right, Let's go. So first, we got Captain America, right? Then okay. We got Batman. Captain America versus Batman. I'm going to say Captain America would beat Batman. 
I think Batman's got more gadgets, but uh, Captain America's got the the strength behind it, the physical but strength Batman behind it. Batman beats up. I'm gonna go with physical Cap. strength all the time. <laughs> with gadgets, but well, not necessarily. I mean, you said with physical strength, not really. He's he. We got Joker and people like that. They're not re- really known for what physical strength. That's one. That's uh, one character. In hindsight, Bane did. And break Bane didn't Bane back. break his bike? That yeah. Kinda... So he didn't get him the first go round. You know, but fold against that's Superman. what I said. That... Huh. Yeah. Okay. See, now you're proving my point. See, as I said, I'm going with. I'm gonna go with Cap. Yeah. I, I don't want to be biased because I'm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but see, you may read more of the comic books with um, Batman yeah, and know yeah, more of his history. You know, he's the type of dude that'll think it out. He won't just come. He ain't gonna just borrow what you're gonna, you know, do some reconnaissance. You know what I'm saying? Put that billion dollar money to yeah. work. You know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he gonna sneak yeah, up in your yeah, house? Yeah, no. Yeah, that's that's what he do. Yeah, that's, that's Batman. You know what I mean? So that was cool. Um, so Miss Brownlegs, where can my uh, listeners follow you? Um, on Instagram, it is Brownlegs B R O W N E L E G Z, and on Facebook, it is Purple Stargazer Cosplay. Okay, and um, just to let my followers know, like I just started an Instagram page and. Slowly building it. It's Otaku Otaku O T A K U underscore Life eighty seven. Um, I'll be putting uh, other podcasts on that page as well. So, uh, Miss Brownlegs, uh, thank you for coming. Any closing remarks you'd like to make? Um, just for anybody that's looking to get into cosplay, just just go out there and do it. You know, find the one character that you think you can embody and just whether or not you do it a uh, closet cosplay, just pulling the colors out of your uh, your own closet or, you know, start making it or even buy it. The thing is just to go do it. Don't overthink it. Just go out there and yeah, do it. It's like, you, you know. Like your cosplayers is fire. I was like, "Do you work out?" I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I, like, I see why they call you Miss Brownlee. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, um, I'm like I said, thank you for coming on, and we no are problem. Out.